Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey everyone, we on the Redman TV got you covered with all the latest news on the big Luis Diaz transfer. So we spoke to LFC correspondent Neil Jones on his insights about this transfer. As you can see below, we got a little code. Tell you more about that after this clip. I think the deal with Porto will be is close to being agreed. I'm not. I don't think it is at this stage. And we're mm -hmm. speaking at what 11 o'clock on, on Friday morning. We could be we could be talking differently by two o'clock on Friday afternoon or six o'clock or nine o'clock tomorrow morning. But at the moment, it's not agreed. But I think it w it will be far away, and I don't think there'll be much problem with the player in terms of his personal terms. So, still some hurdles to overcome, and it's not a great deal of time. Obviously, given the fact that he's on a different continent at this moment in time, but I think there's still some confidence from Liverpool's perspective that it will get done and it can get done. One of the things that I want to want to quiz you about actually is obviously if you go back in your timeline this to Spurs and their interest and, and where they got up to there was different reports of course and it generally sort of is a, a different time part of timelines but one of the ones that I read and I don't know if there's any truth to this and I'm not expecting you to know if there's any truth to this either but one of the things is Jorge Mendes was mentioned obviously his agent and there was a bit of a standoff between Tottenham and Jorge Mendes now we've seen potentially Tottenham be usurped twice in a couple of days here you know once for Adama Traore once once it looks like right now for Luis Diaz there and, and just a note of caution here we are dealing with one of these super agents have we had much dealing with a, a Jorge Mendes in the past because I I'm terrible for remembering this type of stuff. It's not something yeah. that ever really interests me, but have we got a good relationship with him? Do you expect there to be any issues there? Yeah, no, there is. There definitely is a good relationship with Jorge Mendes. I mean, Fabinho was 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 from his stable, so that 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 is one. Obviously, Fabinho's agent isn't actually day to day agent isn't actually Jorge, Jorge Mendes, but it's it's Deco, but it's from that stable. Um, yeah, Liverpool do have a decent relationship with with Mendes um, in particular. I mean, we talked about this a little bit on yesterday's show with Julian Ward, obviously, and we, we were talking about the strategy of the club and what the what the um, what might change or might not change. Well, Julian Ward is is very very good in terms of Portugal Spain connections. He's fluent Portuguese speaker, big contacts in in that part of the world. So it's not a huge surprise that that you know it's a, a player coming from a Portuguese club league that he's he's obviously had a lot of um, well due diligence done on the on the player, he'll have a lot of contacts and obviously so listen, you, you can never you can never sort of allow for agents, you can never allow for what might and might not happen in transfer deal. You know, listen, someone said to me this morning on Facebook said to me, you know, it sounds promising, but you know, we've had players with shirts in the hands that haven't played for Liverpool, you know, in, yes. in the end. So you you sort of you don't want to be too excited too early. But um it's uh yeah, I, I don't 
I don't think Liverpool will have a, a sort of a nightmare dealing with with the agents in this regards. But as I say, it's just maybe a more of a logistical challenge and just sorting out a, a payment structure with Porter, which looks to be agreed. It looks like it's going to be about forty five million euros with some uh, um, add-ons. I'm told that the add-ons are not sort of anything to worry about. You know, it's basically one of those a little bit like Jota. It's like, well, if those add-ons are met, then everyone wins with winning games and the player will be scoring goals and making big appearances and being nominated for Ballon d'Ors and things like that. So I think it's, uh, yeah, it all, it all looks relatively positive at this moment in time. Yeah, what we're saying here is on the add-ons, it's like, look, you're getting the full whack. Maybe there's a couple of really difficult ones that might be linked to Champions League wins or league wins or something. But generally speaking, you're getting close to the full whack. Both clubs know this. We're we're kicking that little bit down the yeah. curb for you. Um, what, one of the things I want to talk about is, is how this links in with uh, Taki Minamino and Divock Origi. Uh, Neil, does it link in with it at all? Is it is it just coincidence? Mm. You think that those two have started to be rumoured to be maybe on the way out over the next couple of days, or is this just Liverpool being really opportunistic? A guy that they want anyway. It's not. Uh, it's not. We're not worried about Minamino and Origi having to be moved on. Yeah, I don't think Liverpool are worried about about those two. I think. The reason those stories have surfaced is because we're getting late in the window, and I think it wasn't, it wasn't beyond the realm of possibility that clubs would start looking, you know. And you look at the, the the clubs that are looking around those players, Leeds, for example, with with Minamino, Newcastle with Origi, uh, just that's just in England. They're they're in positions where they're trying to get people through the door. Andy Leeds are you know really short of bodies, really short of um, of attackers in particular. Newcastle are trying to get you know whoever they can at the moment to try and you know give them a chance of staying up so the later it got in the window if they hadn't secured deals then yeah it, it was always a chance that you know offers might arise or, or interest might be registered let's just say it like that i don't think i don't think it's sort of it's got much further than that at this stage um i think minamino's situation is clear you know i think i, I said again on yesterday's show really it's been a Bit of a two fingers to him, hasn't it? The last couple of weeks, you know, he didn't start the the second leg against Arsenal, um, didn't start the the Brentford game, did he? At Anfield either. So when you're talking about Salah and Mane not being there, that was where you would look for Minamino and Origi for different reasons. They've not been there. Origi's been injured. Minamino's just not been selected. So I think that tells you a little bit about the state of play with with, with in particular with Minamino. Um, Origi had a contract in the summer. I don't. I don't expect that he'll hit the appearances, um, especially if Diaz arrives. I don't expect he'll hit the appearances that would trigger an extra year. So that might be one of those that Liverpool just say, well, look, you know, lose him for nothing or take whatever it is, six, seven million for him in January and bring, you know, we've got someone already coming in. So, yeah, I would say. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board certified physicians who can prescribe FDA approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. There's a good chance that one or both of those would leave at this stage, but I don't, I don't think it's sort of dependent or I don't think everything hinges on whether they do. Well, that's a good position for us to be in as fans, not needing to do that, and a good position for the club to be in, of course. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the, the player then, but before we do, I've got a couple of questions from our club legends. Uh, I'm sure you've had questions from most of these people before. Um, Jess has asked, uh, for Neil, would you say that Diaz has the finishing ability of a Mane or a Salah? Essentially just asking if you class him as a clinical winger. Um, I'm a bit disappointed you never asked me that one, Jeff. I could have answered that. I've scouted this, lad. Yeah, I... <laughs> yeah, well, to be honest, it's one of those. I, I, I struggle with these kind of things because I, I don't, I haven't seen, I can't profess to have seen Luis Diaz play millions and millions of games. You know, I've seen him against Liverpool, obviously in the in the Champions League. It's the odd game, I think he played Manchester City. There's a great goal he scores. Great goal. The great where, goal. You know, <laughs> he looks like a clinical winger when he puts that one away. Yeah, he puts that one away like a clinical winger. What what you would say from him is he, he obviously plays where Mane plays. That's that's you know all his. Pretty much all his goals for, for for Porto for Colombia come from that sort of right foot off the left wing position. You know he's, he seems to have that 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 Thierry Henry sort yes, of yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. Down to yeah, you know he, a lot of the, a lot of his goals appeared, but 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 I think there's an interesting angle to it that he's he seems to score a fair bit from outside the box as well. You know I've seen a few one against Rangers sticks out that he absolutely leathers into the top corner, a very Coutinho-y sort of type of strike. Um, or even you know if you think back to Salas against Chelsea, but a mirror version of that, it's a it's a little bit like that. So he looks like he's got firepower in him. He looks like he's got good technique and he, he gets into good positions. Um, it's in the Portuguese league, obviously. So the, the, there's there's that caveat. I think the Portuguese league might be the sort of a little bit like the new Dutch league in the nineties or two thousands when people said, oh, you know, Matteo Kesman, whoever Huntelaar and people like that, they score lots of goals, but it's a step up. Um, but he looks like he gets in good positions. He looks like he's got good technique. I, I've seen a few people tweeting about him who know more about him than me, saying you know he's got a real good work ethic. Some saying that you know there are times when he can overcomplicate it and lose the ball, and he'll have to develop that. But I think that's what Liverpool are looking for. Really, they're looking for those raw edges that they can smooth off. You know, Jota. Jota's a little bit like that now, isn't he? You know, mm-hmm. I've seen Jota cough up possession plenty of times, but I think the positives outweigh the, the negatives. With him yeah, I think Liverpool will hope that you know he can have something like the same kind of impact. I think for me, you know, you, you, what you want is someone who's malleable, isn't it? You want them to have every sort of skill set possible, and you want to create the player because Liverpool want to coach them into being the right player. If he was the finished article, he wouldn't be available now for thirty-seven and a half million plus add-ons. It'd be ninety million or hundred million. You've got to give yourself room to grow as a football club. We know what FSG's model is, don't we, Neil? They're not going to go out as as it looks like and, and buy 150 million pound ready-made world-class players so this is getting a guy in a really good age just turned yep. 25 years old uh, uh, under what they perceive as market value for him and developing him into a world-class talent he's got the skill set it looks like he's got the drive the determination he's got that little bit of something else that little bit of devil in him as well you see that bravery you see that cockiness when he's driving with the ball at his feet these are all things that Liverpool want which leads me on to the next sort of question then what does it mean for Sadio Mane, if at all anything? Because last season we saw Liverpool 
fall short on centre-backs and overcompensate this season on centre-backs. This season, you could argue that we've fallen short on strikers. Are we going to overcompensate or is Marnie going to get moved on? Tough question. Now's maybe not the day, yeah. Neil. I'm going to ask you to it answer is, it. Is... No, it is a tough question. And the answer is I don't know. I mean, I, I can I can riff on it and speculate like, like we all can, really. But it, he's the one... He's the one who looks over his shoulder at this this signing, a hundred percent. You know, you look and you say, well, Luis Diaz is coming in. He's, I'm sure he can play down the right. And I'm sure he can play centrally, but he looks to me like he's a, he's a left-sided player, a right-footed left-sided player who, who wants to play there in a front three. Does so for his club. Has done so in the Champions League. Done so at international level. So if you're the fellow who plays in that position, then yeah, you are going to look, especially in Mane's case, if. A, your form hasn't been incredible, which you know it hasn't been. I wouldn't say it's been poor, but it's not been it's not been the level of, of you know Mo Salah or Mane in previous Mane years, in yeah. the previous yeah, seasons, yeah. and also yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you're looking at his um, you're looking at his contract situation as well, Mane. You know he, he he's into the last eighteen months, and it feels like that. You know we, we we keep having to remind people that sometimes because we're all the talk is Salah, Mane's in the same position. So if you're if you're Thinking about a new contract and 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 your your pitch for a new contract, you know you've lost you've lost one bargaining chip, haven't you? You know, in, in that sense of of well, who are you going to play instead of me? We're going to play this guy, you know, the, the sixty million fella. Um, so that that all ties in. So I think it does cast a lot of doubt over over Mane's future, whether it's this summer or beyond. I don't know, um, but I think I won't be surprised at all. If in the coming weeks, let's assume Diaz gets done. By the way, we, we need to keep caveat on that. But let's yeah. assume Diaz does get done. I think in the coming weeks, I think we will start to see maybe some clubs linked with Sadio Mane for the summer move. I think that just makes perfect sense. To be honest, as you say, you are deducing this, of course. But you know, um, five into three doesn't really go right now, does it? And as you mentioned, Sadio is the one who's not performing at the level well, of the others. Yes, so we hope you enjoyed this little clip. For even more content on this great transfer and more, we got you covered on our exclusive streaming service, Redman Plus. So sign up for this one. We got you covered with all the great news. And as a little special, use the code DIAS to get one free month of Redman Plus content. I promise you, it's worth it. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.